The Nationalist, Tuesday the 8th of June 2021 Main front page headline I was afraid the children would find me dead Court hears young mum's harrowing account of abusive relationship The mother of two young children was terrified that one morning they'd wake up to find her dead after her abusive ex-partner hit her and wielded a knife at her The woman gave a terrifying and harrowing account of how her ex-partner manipulated her into having sex with other men and controlled her behaviour and her phone during an abusive relationship that lasted seven years. The woman who cannot be named for legal reasons appeared in Carlo's family law court last week looking for a barring order against her ex-partner. She described how the relationship had quickly turned to manipulation shortly after it began when she was just 17 years old, with the man being 10 years her senior. He first wanted her to fantasise about other men while they were having sex, and this progressed into him coaxing her to sext other men. When she said she didn't want to, he withdrew all affection from her until she complied with his directions. The woman in tears before Judge Geraldine Carthy described how he then wanted her to have sex with other men, which she eventually did on two occasions earlier this year because she was afraid of what he would do to her if she didn't. He then called her a whore and a bitch and grabbed her by the neck and hit her in front of their children. Giving a harrowing insight into what it's like for people to live in abusive relationships during the lockdown, the woman said that she called the Gardaí but was told that they couldn't get the man to leave the house because of Covid. Who was going to help me if the Gardaí can't help me, said the woman as tears streamed down her face. She continued that her ex-partner, outraged that she had called the Gardaí, packed his bags at 3am one morning last month and paced around the kitchen before dragging her into the utility room. He then brandished a knife, shouting, Are you afraid now? I was afraid that he was going to do something really bad. I screamed out, I urinated myself, she cried. I was afraid that the children would wake up and find me dead. The woman described how her ex-partner had a Jekyll and Hyde personality which he used to control and manipulate her. He had a good side and a scary side, she said. She stated that she was so afraid of him she had stopped eating and that she eventually broke down and confided in a family member. She said that she was ashamed and embarrassed about having sex with the other men, but the family member reassured and comforted her. They told her to look for help from women's aid, and with its support, she applied to the court for an interim barring order against the man. Last Wednesday, before the woman attended court to look for a long-term barring order, the man, who had left the family home in recent weeks, made a suicide attempt and was brought to hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. Judge Geraldine Carthy granted a barring order against the man for three years, while also putting in place a safety order because she was concerned about the man getting into contact with the victim or going to the house. Court is fumigated after pair refused to wear masks. Two people who refused to wear a mask on a train en route to a protest in Dublin were each given conditional bail and remanded to appear in November to find out how the DPP wishes to proceed with their prosecution. 
Bridget Scanlon, aged 47, of Dolman Heights, Carlow, and 52-year-old Kenneth Donnelly, Crossneen, Carlow, both appeared in Nace District Court from custody, specifically just before lunch, following their arrest the day before at a Thai railway station. I take it they still come in defiant, surmised Judge Desmond Zidane, as notification of their arrival reached the bench. Anyone squeamish about health and safety should leave now, said Sergeant Brian Jacob. As predicted, both refused to wear any sort of face coverings for their appearances, which forced the authorities to apply heightened protocols. This included both courts, district and circuit, being emptied of anyone not associated with the case, that the escorting guardy use surgical gloves as well as their masks, and that the courtroom get a full fumigation during the lunch break. What's the connection between them? asked Judge Zidane. Similar cause, sighed the sergeant. Garda Dooley from Carlo told the court how she and a colleague were called to a Thai railway station at 4.25pm the day before, after the ticket inspector on the Waterford-Dublin train notified Gardaí of two passengers who boarded the train in Carlo and were refusing to wear face coverings in line with current guidelines. Garda Dooley said there was some difficulty in identifying the female when she refused to give a name and address but this was established on discovery of her PPS card on her person. Judge, her reply to the charge was the middle finger, said Garda Dooley, who also testified that the train was delayed for 20 minutes and that the accused were aggressive. Both were charged under public order legislation for failing to follow the lawful direction of a Garda and failing to give a name and address. However, Garda Dooley told the court that there may be further charges to follow under the COVID legislation. We believe they were travelling to a demonstration in Dublin and the train was quite busy at the time, said the Garda. The law is the law and we are all bound by the new health guidelines, which are now written in law, noted the judge. Garda Eamon McGinley gave similar evidence with regard to Mr Donnelly's arrest and told the court his formal reply to the charge was... I'm innocent, I am a victim of the state. Mr Donnelly told the court he was a freelance photojournalist and was exempt from health guidelines. He offered a doctor's letter to the court to prove this, but the judge noted that it said specifically face mask. You could wear a shield, which prompted Mr Donnelly to further protest. Judge Zidane said, Will you listen to me? This is not child's play. If you're not willing to meet me halfway, I'll remand you in jail. Mr Donnelly claimed that because of his work, the Crossneen address was not always where he stayed, and he tried to claim an address in Cork. But Garda McGinley said he has come to Garda attention in the last year, and this address never came to light. It took the judge four attempts to get Mr Donnelly to confirm his address in Carlow, to which he shouted, it's worth half a million, as he grudgingly acceded. Both were ordered to sign on twice weekly in Carlo Garda Station and to reside at their eventually given addresses. Sergeant Jacob warned that if they refused to wear masks for this requirement, they would not be allowed to sign on in a public office and thus would be liable for re-arrest for breaching a bail condition.